We're live. We don't know what we're doing, but we're ready to give God praise today. I want to welcome you to Word of Life Family Church. God is alive in 54555. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to just pray a blessing over you. Father, in the name that's above every name, we give this service to you today. Father, all through the airwaves, all through the broadcast, Holy Spirit, have your way. Do your thing. We give it to you, Father. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Don't forget to hit likes, share, comment. Let's worship the King of Kings today in Jesus' name. Amen. I am living by faith. Nothing is impossible. 
your path to to acknowledge him we acknowledge you as lord as king of our lives lord we thank you that we don't have the reins you have the reins lord we thank you right now i just pray for everyone who's listening everyone who's watching lord i thank you for your peace that passes understanding right now to just flood their hearts and their minds. Lord, we give you this moment and this hour. We glorify you this morning. Lord, let us see through your eyes. Let us hear with your ears. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Let your love just awaken us this morning. Let your love awaken us this morning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold us down. We shout it out. We're 
started, my wife and I got the thought that we need to keep a list of things that we're thankful for. In scriptures, it says, keep alert in prayer with thanksgiving. Thankfulness is, a, is much better than caffeine. And it keeps us aware of what God is doing, what he has done. And then we can project in faith and say, God, you're going to do great things. And so keeping alert in thanksgiving has been a wonderful antidote to the, the isolation sometimes we feel and, and how much doom and gloom is in the news and everything. Just keeping thankful keeps us alert to what God is doing and all he can do.
Lord, we just thank you this morning that your word is truth. We stand on your word. Lord, I thank you that no matter what is going on around us, that we can run to you. You are the shelter. The word says to run to the shelter of the Most High. If we don't know in ourselves what that safety place is, it's him. He is shelter. He is safety. Just as a mother hen would bring in her chicks. <laughs> That's the safety place. So run to that place of safety. Don't stay out there on your own. Don't stay isolated on your own, but run to the Father because he cares, he loves, he's waiting to embrace each one of us. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just have a scripture I want to share. You know, you've seen different videos, maybe that Pastor Jason has done, Tracy did one, Tracy Wojcik on our website. Really encouraging all of us to get into the Word of God. I caught myself even just scrolling through Facebook and news. And I and I heard that still small voice saying, Come away with me. And I ignored it a few times. The more you ignore it, the less you'll hear it. <laughs> and and immediately I probably after the third time come away with me. I was like, okay, yes. Yes, Lord. So then I went and I found scripture in his word. And I began to just kind of download his scripture. And as we do that, he downloads his heart into us. It's like all of a sudden I there's peace that comes with it. And there's understanding for others. And there's um, recognizing I want to be in his will above anything else. And so as I was reading, I found um, an article that said, there's four ways that we can choose love. Number one, we can encourage one another. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. Proverbs 3.27. Number two, we can support each other. In 1 John 3, 8, it says, Our love should not be only words and talk. No, our love must be real. We must show our love by the things that we do. The third one is to love each other. Romans 12, 10 says, Try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor of one another. He actually says, try to outdo yourselves in, try, in showing respect and honor of one another. It's so easy, especially in this time. I noticed this last week with all my kids home, everybody's trying to get on the internet. <laughs> it's running slowly and there's frustration and, and Miss Michelle sent out a video about the fruits of the spirit and I was like, amen. Self-control is definitely something that I had to call on. I like how you said that to draw on the fruits of the spirit. If there's a fruit and you're going to pick it, 
you're going to lift, you're going to raise your hand up to, to draw it to you. And so that's what we do. The fruit of the spirit, self-control. When you're in those moments, try to outdo yourself in respecting others. Try to outdo yourself in honoring each other. It's going to make all the difference in the world. And the fourth one was to point each other to Jesus, our Messiah. He tells us to pray for one another. You know, before Jesus went to the cross, when he was in the garden, he was praying. And the one thing that he prayed was that those believers, the believers then, and it said every future believer who will ever believe on me, that they would be unified in the spirit of God. And that is what is happening all across the world. As we recognize the pandemic, but we recognize our God is bigger. There's unity in prayer. The president's been calling out times of prayer. Our churches have been calling out times of prayer. Guys, let's unify ourselves. Let's outdo each other with showing respect and honor and love for each other. Can we do that? Should we do that? His word declares it. Amen? Amen. So, Father, I thank you that you are the way maker. As we get into your word, it defines who you are. When we recognize that we're all sudden in fear and anxiety, help us to recognize that we're not trusting you. And we can quickly, as Pastor Jason has said before in messages, we can quickly reroute. Like it says, rerouting. We can quickly turn our eyes and our focus back on you. So, Father, we choose this morning to trust you with every ounce of our being. I thank you that you are teaching us how to trust you. We're not alone in figuring this out. You've given us your Holy Spirit, and we are so grateful. We are so grateful for your Holy Spirit who teaches us and reveals all truth. Amen. Amen. You are here moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this Oh. 
worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching Even when I don't see it, you're working. 
ask you to bow your heads. God, we declare it. You are a way maker. God, I thank you that you said in your word, you never leave us and you never forsake us. And God, though we're facing challenge, something new, crazy circumstances, I thank you, Father, that you are the way maker. You're the way out. So God, we give you glory and we rest in you today. We rest in you. Father, we just declare you are a way, a way maker. For that's who you are. I'm going to invite you to draw in closer to him. And let him comfort you, bring you peace and hope. For God is on the throne. This didn't catch him off guard. This virus. No, 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 no. God knows and he's with us. I pray for all of those that are dealing specifically with uh, this, this virus, or maybe you're a health worker, and maybe you're, you're having to work with that. Maybe you're just an at-home mom, and all of a sudden you have kids there, dads are home. It's, it's a crazy time. This is the time to call on the name that's above every name. Jesus, he is your hope. He is your peace. I want to invite you to do that today. God, we love you. We praise you. You are good and you are mighty in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I don't know about you, but I think our worship team did a great job with the, hey, they did awesome. Wow. Well, here we are. We are uh, live 
and uh, the worship team did great, so I'm going to try not to, to mess that up, but I'm excited. I'm excited today to see you. I do want to remind you, in order for us to, to have the opportunity to get this out, make sure that you make comments, make sure that you share it. Um, we will have this, this, this whole thing on our website, wordoflifefamilychurch.org, uh, where you can see it at any time. But we are excited that you're here today. I want to remind you, too, even though we're not meeting as uh, together face-to-face, -face, I want to remind you that you're right here, and God is right there. He doesn't, he doesn't leave you. And so excited for that. Hey, I want to remind you, uh, we don't have many announcements except for the fact that uh, to keep looking at our website, keep watching our Facebook page over the next few days and, and weeks, we'll continue to add content and devotionals and prayer times and, and uh, just have an opportunity to, to get to know you a little better. And so please just, just make sure you engage in that. And uh, we know that God's going to do some really great things. Also want to remind you, don't forget uh, to tithe uh, and we have uh, an off and do your offerings. We are so thankful that we have an opportunity to do that online. You can go to, again to our website, uh, wordoflifefamilychurch.org. Go to the tab that says give. You can click on there and do that. And of course, you can always send in our, your tithe uh, to our address as well. We can receive that. But I just want to say thank you so much for, for joining us. And um, hey, let's just be honest. This is kind of weird. This is weird. It's different. And uh, but uh, we know that God is is good. He's mighty. So I want to welcome you. If you're just jumping on right now, I want to welcome you. This is Word of Life Family Church. We're right here in five four five five five, and uh, we're in the the, the North Woods of Wisconsin. And uh, we are excited that you are joining us today. Uh, we have today. I'm sure we have all kinds of people watching. We have people that are part of the family, if you will, members. Uh, we know. I know that we have also have family members of the members, extended members, or maybe you're just scrolling around and you found this and you're like, "Why is this on my feed?" I don't know, but I'm thankful that you're with us today. I want to introduce myself. My name is Jason Bridge. I'm pastor here at Word of Life Family Church, and I am so thankful that we have the opportunity to go live stream today. So I wanted to just touch base with you a little bit, and um, I, there's no doubt that these are some weird times. Uh, undoubtedly, probably one of the most interesting times that at least I've experienced in my lifetime here, and we are all experiencing doing life in new ways, including church, including uh, many kinds of ways. And so how we shop, how we work, how we do school, and uh, of course, how we do church. Uh, I'll also say that conversation starters that used to start with the weather, start talking about weather or political things has completely changed to the unquestionable uh, talk, the most talked about subject, which is COVID-19. Of course, all news feeds, all social media, uh, everywhere we're talking about this, we're talking about six feet distances and stop the spread and all of these kind of things. And we know, we know, we've seen and we understand that this COVID-19 is very contagious, and, uh, and we want to take it very seriously. But I'm also thankful that we serve an awesome God. So perhaps the only thing that I would, can think of that would be more contagious than this virus is fear. Fear is one of those things that will drive things to go awry. And, and I believe we have a lot of that. 
uh, right now. Uh, if you watch the stock market, it's driven by fear. If you watch some of the other things that are happening and, and, the, and, the, and the, the, the lack of toilet paper, ah, what's going on with that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Fear is contagious. Uh, we're talking about new terms, social distancing. We're talking about six feet distance, all of these things that we never had to think about. Uh, besides just the acknowledging uh, the health issues, um, how about a lot that are unable to do work as normal and uh, maybe facing financial um, challenges? Listen, fear is contagious, and it doesn't take much fear to spread uncomfortably. Uh, in fact, I have a friend uh, that had, had got news that he maybe was in contact with someone that might have been unaffected. And uh, so he, he was, he, it was, it was kind of startling. It was some, something new. And so he self-quarantined, and, and so far everything is good, and, and there's no problems. But I, he was, I was talking to him, and he was like, you know, what, what, what if I'm a, car a carrier? And uh, he began to get nervous and scared, not for his own life, per se, uh, but the fact that what, what if what I have spreads and he it couldn't bear uh, that idea that he might have been uh, might have infected someone else or what have you. And that and that that struck to me that 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 question of what we have, what spreads. Um, and so as as any typical pastor, um, we're, we can make sermons out of pretty much anything. And as I pondered this thought, this idea, I believe that God just that God just gave me a thought to, to work on. And so we're going to launch that today in our message today. I want to make a bold statement. This is the bold statement that I want to make to do today is this. You are a carrier. You are a carrier. You're carrying something. You are carrying something for sure. When people get near you, you are carrying something. When, you, when people get near you, you're gonna, they're going to catch what you have. So my question is, this is the question, if you're a carrier, is what you're carrying worth catching? Is what we have and when we're around people, is it worth catching or not? I want to read a passage of scripture for you in Thessalonians. Uh, this is Paul, Apostle Paul, and he writes, and he writes to the Thessalonian church. And uh, uh, just so you know, in this context, he is, they are all facing a very trying time that's a crazy circumstance not much different than we are today uh, they had some persecution and some challenges and so paul writes this letter and i appreciate it and i think it works and applies very well for our situation today first thessalonians chapter one verse two it says for we always thank god for you and pray for you constantly and verse three it goes on to say and as we pray to god and father about you we think of your faithful work. We think of your loving deeds. And we think of your enduring hope. Listen, listen. What was happening was they were, Paul was praying and thanking them for this thing. This, this, this thing that was spreading. That their faithful work, their loving deeds, enduring hope. It says, it goes on to say, you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. He wants to think of, he wants to remind you of faithful work, loving deeds, and enduring hope. Why? Why did they have faith? Why did they have hope? Why did they have love? Undoubtedly, it was for one reason, one reason alone. It is because of Jesus. Jesus in them. And it goes on to say in verse 5, it says, For when we brought you the good news... 
how many could use good news? We could use good news in our feeds right now. Good news. It says, when we brought you the good news, it not only was with words, which are good, but all. God doesn't bring just good words. He brings power. He has the power to change. He has the power to manifest his presence with us. And so it says, we brought, we brought you good news. Good news. I like good news. My favorite, good news. We all like to share good news. And good news is exciting. Can you imagine that moment, that time, when there's a treatment that's announced? That's good news. When there's a treatment for this COVID-19, or there's a cure, or there's a way to prevent it. Can you imagine? Think about how that will spread, that kind of good news. I want to tell you, there are some good news that we can have today. We're waiting and we're in anticipation for that opportunity. We can't wait. We're believing God for that. But let me tell you, there's some good news that doesn't have to just do with physical sicknesses and healings. There is something more important, I believe, and that is that will cure this good news, will cure every spiritual disease, every spiritual hurt, heartache, and challenge, and that is Jesus. Jesus is our cure. He is our good news. In fact, the gospel, the very word gospel means good news. And so God brought through Christ good news. I also want to remind you, just so you know and understand, Jesus didn't come for the healthy. Let me say that again. Jesus didn't come for the healthy. He came for the sick. He came for the downtrodden, the hurting, the challenged. He came for people like me, not perfect. People like you have issues and challenges and heartaches and problems. All of those things, he came for that. And not only did he come, he didn't come just for the righteous. He didn't come for great people. He came for all people. What a beautiful thing. What a great thing. He came for sinners. The Bible says we're all sinners. I'm a sinner. You're an old pastor. Yeah, I, I have sinned before. Yes, and the Bible clearly says that we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Where none of us are perfect. We all needed a savior, and Jesus was that savior. He is even today. It says he lives today in Jesus' name. And so I want to tell you about this good news a little bit. I want to remind you that our God, listen, our God didn't just shout from heaven and say, hey, I love you. No, no, no. And more, more importantly than that, this is what he did. He came down from heaven and lived a sinless life. That was Jesus. Came and lived and covered our sin sinless life he lived so that we might have him we might have salvation through him so he covers everybody you say even me absolutely even you because jesus is the way maker i just want to share some love for jesus real quick god loves you so much if you don't hear anything else today please know this jesus loves you he came for you the bible clearly says that that's the reason he came the only one and only reason he came is so that he could embrace you with his love and so that you might know him and you might have a relationship with him today that's good news and that's such good news that it's worth spreading and let me remind you again you are a carrier you're a carrier of something you are a carrier of something what is it you're carrying? Is it worth receiving? Is it worth spreading? And, uh, and so if we continue on in, in Philippians, excuse me, in Thessalonians, Paul goes on in chapter 8. He goes, and now the word of the Lord is ringing out. I love that. Now the word of the Lord is ringing out, it's spreading, it's going out. It says from you to people everywhere. I love that. Even right here in 54555. The word of God is ringing out even before us like never before. Even it says, it goes on to say, even be, beyond Macedonia, uh, which for whichever we, 
for whichever we go, we find people, everywhere we go, we find people telling us about your faith. It was ringing out, it says. It was echoing, it was spreading. People everywhere were hearing the word of God. They were hearing good news. Why? Because good news spreads well. It's great. It's awesome. And so I'm encouraging you as a believer and as an individual to begin to spread good news. We need it. We need more in our, on our feed. Uh, I, I like here, I found some, some ideas some in Scripture throughout the Bible. And uh, when we become contagious, this is what happens when we become contagious. Uh, it says in example in Scripture is when Jesus raised a little girl from the dead. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 26, it says, and the news of this spread throughout all the region. I can imagine so. That was good news. Jesus cast out uh, evil spirits. That's good news. It goes in Mark chapter 1, verse 28. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. Wow, it's spread out. It's like, wow. And now listen, this is cool too, because those are examples of Jesus. But here, how about this one? God used disciples to do miracles. Disciples. Disciples are, well, we know there's 12 disciples in Scripture, but the Bible clearly says that you are also a disciple when you recite Christ in your life. And so this was good news. And so they had good news and they did miracles and they did all of these things and they shared the good news of the gospel. And in Acts chapter 6, verse 7, it says, So the word of God spread and the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. Why? Why did this good news travel why did this message travel so big why did the word of god spread it was because of faithful work loving deeds and enduring hope the power of god doesn't come just in words but it comes in in the fact that when we begin to partner with the father and we start looking and we start seeing that we are doing faithful works it rings out when we start to do loving deeds it rings out and we endure hope and we give out hope. It rings out. And that is what we want others to catch, especially in this time. So, yes, fear is contagious. But so is faith. Faith is so much stronger. Fear is the counterfeit. It's the enemy's way. But God's way is faith. And it's stronger and it's more powerful. I don't know about you. But I'm a carrier. I want to be a carrier. I'm desiring and, de and, and de de determining in my life that I'm going to be a carrier. I'm going to be a faith spreader. I want to be a love giver. I want to be a hope dealer. Not a dope dealer. I want to be a hope dealer. Remind you of this. If you get close to me, this is what I'm praying. If you get close to me, and I'm praying this for you. If, you, if someone gets close to you, they're going to catch what we have. That is Jesus. Because the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus is in us. The Bible clearly says when we receive Christ, we are a new creation. And then it goes on to say that the very spirit of God is deposited on inside of us. And then it calls us the temple of the Holy Spirit. In other words, it resides with us. I want that to come out. I want people to catch that very thing. So we're not in fear. We're in hope. We're not afraid. We are in faith. We believe that God is on the throne. And like I said before, this didn't catch him off guard. He is here. He's ready. And, and we need to focus on that. Now, I had someone ask me, Pastor, aren't you scared? Aren't you nervous? Aren't you worried? Hey, you know, people aren't gathering in your church anymore, in the church buildings. What's going to happen? I want to remind you again. I want to remind you of this. This is so important. Yeah, maybe we don't have bodies here today. But listen, 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 listen. The word clearly tells us. That the church is not a building. 
its people, its disciples, it's you and it's me. We don't have to go to church. We are the church. And if we're able to ring it out, if we're able to let it go, we're able to do enduring faith and enduring hope and spreading the good news of the gospel. People are going to catch what you have in this day and age. We need peace. We need hope. And we have a message. We have a promise that we can deposit to others. Hey, let me just tell you this. I've been doing some research. Hundreds and thousands of churches are broadcasting in homes that would have never heard or listened to the, the gospel ever before. But today, because of what the enemies tried to do or, or what's going on, God is turning it for good. Hundreds and thousands of people are coming to the faith for the very first time through this. So yeah, we're facing a pandemic, but God is rising up. There is something greater and something bigger. Last week and all in one church reports that over a hundred million people were watching that never watched before throughout the world. That is good news. That is an amazing. Through this crazy circumstance, churches are expanding their reach. We're a, we're a church in a little town, but praise God, we're able to reach even more because of this opportunity that we have right here. Now, I'm not saying that God is saying, oh, I'm going to miss. I don't know. I don't know what God's got completely planned, uh, but I know this. He always will turn what the enemy meant for evil. He'll turn for good. He will turn a situation and he'll use it. And we see time and time again, challenge and issue and heartaches and all those things will often bring us closer to God. I don't know why this is going on, but I do know one thing true for sure. God is on the throne. He is alive forevermore. And I'm excited. So we might not be able to, to, to meet physically or gather physically, but we can gather digitally. And it, as it turns out, we can even have a bigger opportunity in that way so wow how about that that's crazy so listen if you want to continue to make sure you comment make sure you like and you share and do all that so it continues to go out we want to share the gospel and the good news listen let me tell you each one of you each one of you by just hitting a like or a thank you or, or whatever you are becoming digital evangelists yourself you're spreading some good news say so, hey I, uh, you, you go for it. There you go. Now you're a pastor. You're a minister because we have the gospel and you're able to share it with others. Be a faith spreader. Be a love giver. Be a hope dealer. Uh, there's no hope that a virus can kill. Hope in God. A virus cannot kill. We hope things, do we hope things go to nor back to normal? You know, I have more hope than that. I actually have way more hope than that in that normal was comfortable. Routine. It was spiritually safe at times. It was, we could, we can get kind of in the, in, in the rut. I'm believing, I'm believing that this is a wake up. This is an opportunity. This is something where we get to rise up as believers to unite the church, to unite in ways like we've never done before. Standing together, standing strong, standing boldly. I believe this is the time when the church is ready to shine, is going to shine brighter than it's ever been. Now, listen. My hope, your hope, our hope is not in the government. I support our government. I pray for our president, all of those in, involved. I pray for both sides of the political spectrum. Listen, we need to support them. They are helping to unify. I can only imagine. I, I'm a pastor of a small church, and I know the, the pressure it was just deciding day-to-day -day issues and what we can do within our own body. I can't even imagine on a worldwide scale or on a, on a national scale what that looks like. I, we have to pray for our leaders. We have to pray for those in charge. We need our prayer.
prayers. The other thing is my hope is not in doctors. Our hopes are not in doctors. Now, I love scientists. I'm so thankful that God has equipped them with brains that they can understand how to do these things. And they do the research and the doctors that are helping, the nurses that are helping, all that are helping uh, the first responders and all of those that are helping with this situation. I'm so thankful. Their hope, my hope is not in them. I'm thankful for them. And we should continue to pray for them. We should hold them up in prayer because they're going to battle for us. I'll, I will say this, and, and I'll, I'll take this personally. Your hope, my hope, is shouldn't be in any spiritual leader. Shouldn't be in a pastor. Shouldn't be in a, a person. Our hope has to be clearly in the Father, in God alone. He is our hope. He is our true hope. He's our all-knowing hope. Listen, he's all-knowing. I want to remind you, he's all-powerful. He's ever-present. He is awesome God. My hope is the one who opens deaf ears live and i want to remind you god is on the throne he's still on the throne god is the prince of peace he is the lamb of god he is the alpha and the omega he is the resurrection and the life so at this time darkness trembles in his presence demons flee death couldn't defeat him the grave couldn't hold him down uh we're gonna we're gonna have a, a song in just a moment and I just want to uh, let you know that God loves you like crazy. Uh, I want to remind you of that today. I want to remind you, yeah, fear may be contagious, but so is faith, and it's so much stronger. Hate is contagious. Let's not be hate spreaders. Love is more powerful. Let's be love spreaders. Let's remind our people We'll remind everyone that we come in contact that God is love. He loved us so much that he sent his son for us. Worry is contagious. My hope is that we will not spread worry, but we will share and love and share hope, 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 hope. We need hope today. We need to be contagious of hope. We need to be spreading hope, faithful work, loving deeds, enduring hope, faith spreaders. Love givers, hope dealers today. I want to take a moment and I want to ask you, you might not have received Jesus before in your life. You may not understand that God has come to bring good news to you. But I want to remind you, he is a way maker. I don't know where you are today. I don't know if you're, you've, you're, you've been in church or not. But you know what's really cool about this? This digitally, how we go digitally, uh, that it, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter in in, in it, where you are right now, God is seeing you. And I'm so thankful for that today. I want to pray this prayer. I want to pray this prayer with you today. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we love you. We praise you. God, I thank you that you are on the throne and that your desire is that others might know you. I want to be a good news spreader. I want to be a faith spreader. I want to give an opportunity. And Father, if they don't know you, if they've not received you as their Lord and Savior, Father, I pray that they would do that now. The Bible clearly says that we can uh, believe in our hearts. We can confess with our mouth. And at that moment, Jesus, the power of God, will come into our lives and make us a new creation. I'm going to pray that for you today. I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me right where you are. You can just, you can just uh, say it 
loud and proud, right where you're right in your home. God's hearing you. Let's pray. Father God, say this with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for being our God. You are so good. I thank you for sending Jesus for my sin. I couldn't do it on my own. I'm not perfect by any stretch. I need you. Thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, come into my life. Father, forgive me of my sin. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Bible tells us that even when just one will receive him, it says that all heaven stops and rejoices for that very one. Let me remind you, God is on the throne. He is good. Today we're going to finish off our service with a, one more time singing, He's a Waymaker. I want to thank you for being here. I thank you for watching. I know we've had a little bit of technical def difficulties through it. We're going to work that out. But listen, God is on the throne. He is good and He is mighty and He is awesome. I want to remind you to go to our website. Later on, we'll have this posted so you can see this. Rewatch this. Rewatch this this week. Study it. Look at in Jesus' name. Amen. Remaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Let's sing it. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Say it again, just unify yourselves as a family. Waymaker, miracle work, promise people. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are. Yeah. Waymaker, miracle work, promise people. Light in the darkness. Thank you.
co-worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Amen. Well, that completes our service. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We love you in Jesus' name. Bye, everybody. God bless you.